2: Snip, snip, snip. The sound of the
3: scissors cutting my long black hair echoed in my mind. This was the moment when I turned into a boy for money. My parents forced me to do it. But before I continue, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and hit that notification button. Do this and you will become the first millionaire in your family. Charlotte, Charlotte, my mother bolted through the door one afternoon. I was sitting at the dinner table helping my seven-year-old brother Jaden with his homework. What's wrong, Mom? I asked, startled by her sudden intrusion. Guess what? my mother said, and her eyes grew brighter as she spoke. What? I asked my mother. I simply detested guessing games, since it usually turns into one of my parents telling me about their newest get-rich scheme. Mr. James is coming to town, my mother squealed. Who? I asked. My brother chimed in, sounding a bit annoyed. You are so lame. You know, the host of How Tough Are You. How Tough Are You is a game show that recruits teenage boys and puts them through a series of tasks. I hated watching that show since it usually ended up with one of the boys eating something gross like a slug or putting their hands into something like a container filled with spiders. So why are you excited about that? I asked, puzzled. You are gonna be on the show, my mom exclaimed. My jaw dropped open. What? How am I going to be on the show? That show is only for boys. I'm not a boy. Not yet you're not, my mother said. I tried to find out what she meant, but she refused to answer. I was twisting and turning in bed when my dad got home. I heard muffled conversation coming from the TV room. I snuck out of bed and hid in the shadows as I eavesdropped on my parents' conversation. I'm telling you, John, we struck gold this time, my mother said excitedly. Do you think she could pull it off? My dad said, stroking his chin. She doesn't have the shape or figure of an age 15 girl. We could use that to our advantage. All she needs to do to seal the deal is cut her hair, my mother said. I placed my hand over my mouth to stifle the cry that tried to escape. I tiptoed back to my room with tears in my eyes. How dare they bring me into one of their get-rich-quick schemes? That night, I contemplated running away, but then I thought about Jaden and the fact that he might end up just like our parents, jumping from one scheme to the next. I had to stay for him. Next day my dad called a family meeting. Okay, Charlotte and Jaden, my father said with a broad smile on his face. Your mother came up with a brilliant idea. My stomach turned as I sat and waited for my parents to tell me what their plan was for me. We decided that Charlotte will be a contestant on How Tough Are You? My father said as he came over and patted me on the back. Charlotte? My brother said looking at me sideways. The same Charlotte that's afraid of lizards, roaches, and every creepy crawling thing under the sun? My brother curled up in a ball clutching his belly as he rolled around laughing at my demise. And what? What makes you think that I want to do this?" I asked my parents boldly, looking them in the eyes. Oh honey, my mother said as she sat next to me and held my hands. Five million dollars! Think of what five million dollars can do for us! Five million dollars or five years in prison if they find out that I lied about being a boy, I scoffed. Listen, your mother and I spoke about this last night and we decided that if you win, we will stop trying to come up with ways to get rich quick, my father said. Fine, I said reluctantly. The next day was a casting call for contestants. That night, I sat in a puddle of my cut hair holding a jockstrap, wondering if I made a mistake. My name was no longer Charlotte, but Charlie. The next day, we went on set. There were about 50 boys lined up waiting to enter the studio. After a grueling interview process, 19 boys, including myself, were chosen. I couldn't believe that I pulled it off. Congratulations, boys, you are officially contestants on How Tough Are You? Mr. James exclaimed. After the interview, I asked a staff member for directions to the washroom. I almost headed into the ladies' washroom but quickly made a detour to the men's. I hesitated before I entered. There were two boys using the urinals. I felt my face redden because they were just peeing right there, right in front of each other. I quickly entered a stall. I waited until I was sure they were gone before using the bathroom. When I was finished, I washed up quickly and rejoined my family. Okay, parents, it's time to say goodbye to your sons, Mr. James said. The next time that you see them, you and your family may be millionaires. Follow me as we will need you to sign contracts for your sons. This way, Mr. James said and walked off. I hugged my parents and my brother goodbye before being ushered away. That night, we had a feast. There were six tables piled with foods, desserts, and drinks. I watched as the other boys laughed and mingled with each other. I sat in a corner picking up my food, wondering how I was going to pretend to be a boy for two weeks. After the feast, we were paired up. There were two boys per room. Mr. James told us that the person we were paired up with would be our teammate for the duration of the contest. I was teamed up with a boy named Karen. He seemed kind of shy. I was happy when he didn't ask me any questions when we got to our room, as I was too worried about what would take place over the next 14 days. The blare of a trumpet woke us up the next morning. A big brawny man opened the doors and switched on the lights in the rooms. The groans of the boys sounded in the hallway. It's 5 AM, that means it's time to wake up, he said over a megaphone. If you look at the base of your beds, you will see seven track pants and seven t-shirts. This will be your uniform for the next 14 days. You have five minutes to get dressed and get out of bed or you will be disqualified. I panicked silently. How am I supposed to get dressed when Karen is in the room? To my surprise, Karen grabbed his clothes and headed to the tiny bathroom in the chambers without a word. I dressed quickly before Karen came back. You have one more minute. The man said. I rushed to the hallway without even brushing my teeth. I gagged. Is this what the next 14 days are going to be like? At the end of the five minutes, all 20 boys were outside their doors waiting for instructions. The big brawny man introduced himself as Mr. Marshall.
0: Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry?
2: He told
3: us that every exercise we did from this time forward, we would obtain a score. Now, let's go for a jog, Mr. Marshall said as he led us to a big field at the back of the studio. Twenty laps, let's go. You must cross the twenty laps with your partner, otherwise it doesn't count. He blew the whistle around his neck and the boys took off. As I began to run, I saw Karen fell into step next to me. Pace yourself, he said. Stay with me and you'll be fine. That morning, not only did we have to run 20 miles, but we had to do an obstacle course. I felt as though I was in boot camp for bad behaved teens. During the last stretch of the obstacle course, my leg got caught in the rope bridge that I was climbing. I watched as Karen sprinted ahead of me. Karen, wait, I shouted. Karen stopped and looked around and sprinted back to me. Keep still, he said calmly as he untangled my leg. Okay, let's go, he said as soon as the rope was loose. We crossed the line in sixth place. Sorry, I said as I dashed a bottle of water over my face to cool myself down. That's okay. That's what teammates are for. He smiled at me. For the first time since entering the competition, because of Karen. I felt that I would be able to make it till the last day of the competition. Over the next few days, Karen and I got closer. At nights, we would plan our strategies based on what we remembered from previous recordings of the show. Each day that passed, contestants were sent home. Some of the challenges were sitting in a bathtub with frogs, drinking raw eggs, drinking pureed bugs, jogging in socks, then placing your partner's sock in your mouth. The worst challenge for me was sucking worms off Karen and spitting them in a bowl. Day 13. That night, there were only three contestants left for the finale myself, Karen, and Marlon. Even though there were other rooms available, Karen and I still shared a room. I realized that I was starting to have feelings for Karen. He was just so kind and funny and I knew I could always rely on him. That night while chatting with him, I impulsively leaned forward and kissed him. I figured, Hey, that was my last night with him, so I may as well shoot my shot. Nothing could prepare me for what happened next. Karen wiped his lips and said, I'm sorry, Charlie, but I'm not gay. I giggled. I'm not a boy, silly. I'm really a girl. There I was on the last night of the game show and spilling my guts about who I really was. Was I insane? Well, I'm not a boy either, Karen said and smiled. My brain was trying to comprehend what I just heard. You what? I asked again. Not a boy, he whispered. My name is Carrie Ann McIntosh. It's nice to meet you. Karen, or should I say Carrie Ann, extended her hand to me. I shook it. Hi, my name is Charlotte Lewis, I whispered. We exchanged stories about how we ended up on the show. Unlike me, Carrie-Anne enjoyed the show and would never miss an episode when it aired. Her grandmother needed the money for surgery and this was the only way that her family could afford it. Let's make a pact, she said. If either one of us wins, we share the money. Deal, I said as I shook her hand firmly. Then I began to (laughs) laugh. What are you laughing at? Carrie-Anne asked, bewildered. I can't believe that I kissed a girl, I shrieked. Day 14 Finally, it was the last day of the contest. All parents and past contestants were invited to be the studio audience. Good luck, I said and gave Carrie-Anne a big hug. May the best girl win, she said as she hugged me back. We walked into the studio wondering what the final task would be. Good morning to our studio audience. Today we will see which one of these brave boys will be going home with five million dollars, Mr. James said. The audience applauded and shrieked. I looked up in the audience and saw my parents, but I didn't see Jaden. Okay contestants. There are three curtains in front of you. Karen, Curtain 1, Marlon, Curtain 2, and Charlie, Curtain 3. Mr. James said as he pointed in the direction of the curtains, Okay, let's raise the curtains and show our contestants what their final challenge today will be. Mr. James said dramatically, A hushed silence spread over the audience. A look of horror washed over my face when I saw what was behind the curtain. Jaden! Jaden was tied to a chair. His mouth gagged and in front of him were snakes. Very large snakes. My blood ran cold. Okay, contestants, the first one to release their victim and bring them back to safety wins. The snakes are sound asleep. Mr. James, checked the watch on his hand. You have at least three minutes before they wake up. Bzzz. The bell rang and I inched into the makeshift corridor to save my brother. I barely had enough space between the snakes to place my feet. I was halfway down to Jaden when I felt something move against my leg. I saw the 15 short years of my life flash before my eyes. I was paralyzed. I wanted to save Jaden, but I was too afraid to move. Suddenly, a voice shouted, Go, Charlie, go! You can do this! It was Carrie Ann. I inhaled quickly and mustered every ounce of courage that I had and made my way to Jaden. Way to go, Charlie! with pride as I released him from his bondage. Come on, hop on, I said, stooping down a bit so that Jaden could hop onto my back. I slowly made my way back to where I began. Jaden hopped off and carried. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. Brianne gave me a high five. Way to go, bro, she said as she winked at me. The time that we have all been waiting for is here. The results of the contest. Who is going home $5 million richer today? Mr. James opened the envelope that was in his hand and continued the winner is Karen McIntosh! The audience cheered and balloons and confetti rained down on us. I watched as Carrie Anne received her check and posed for pictures. I was relieved that it was finally over. My parents rushed down from the audience and hugged me. They apologized for forcing me to go on the show and they vowed to never put me or Jayden in harm's way again. My parents followed me into the chamber so I could retrieve my things. A few minutes after, Carrie-Anne showed up and we introduced our families. In hushed whispers, Carrie-Anne told her parents about the deal we made. They agreed to share the money and thanked me for keeping their daughter secret. I'm happy to say that my parents were true to their word. They never took part in another get-rich scheme. That year, I may have lost my hair, but I gained something much, much more. To this day, Carrie-Anne and I still chat, but we never told anyone how we truly met.